0: Tremendous talent in the death metal scene and in the metal scene in general. We will be speaking to Mr. Chris Canella, formerly of Autumn's End, or should I say, still a member of Autumn's End, recording wise. He'll talk to you about that. Uh, of course, we all know he is now a member of the legendary Florida Death Metalers. D Side. He is a full-pledged member of D Side now. He's been at it for over a year now. And he will talk about that a little bit and he'll talk to you about that. Mr. Chris Canella of D Side was nice enough to talk to us about his uh his other job. The other stuff he does when he's not on stage with D Side. Armadillo headquarters and all that stuff. Luna guitars, Dean guitars. So with no further ado, here is our interview with Mr. Chris Canella. For those of us that don't know, can you tell us what Armadillo Headquarters is? We see you posting on that on your social media. Uh, what, what does that mean, Armadillo Headquarters? Can you talk about that?
1: Very, very cool. It's, um, it's where uh, Armadillo is, the company that is Dean Guitars, Luna Guitars, and Ukuleles, as well as D-Drum. Yeah, and I'm the uh, product manager for Dean Guitars and Luna Guitars, as well as the guitar
0: player from DSi. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. That was my next question. Um, what exactly do you do for Dean and Luna Guitars?
1: Uh, basically, it comes down to, it's, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of detailed, but it's product management, so we design, I designed the line with um, Eric Stewart, who is uh, my go-to over there. He's uh, the VP of product management. So we handle that, supply chain, pricing, design, um, distribution, and then interact with the sales team Is everything. Basically just running the, the, for lack of a better term, we create the products for the sales team to
0: sell. already oh, For Dean and Luna guitars, nice. Yep. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's an awesome job. Yeah.
1: And then before that, I was at ESP, and I was there for just shy of four years. And then um, I was at under uh, under the Fender umbrella. I worked for Jackson and Eddie Van Halen. So I spent
0: like five years with Eddie Van Halen designing the EVH brand a long time ago. Really, you were part of that, huh?
1: Yeah, sure was. I was the, I was the liaison between Eddie Van Halen and Fender for over five years.
0: Oh wow. I I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. By now, we all know, all metal fans know, you are a full-pledged member of D-Side, a band we all love. Um, How did you get that job? How did that come about?
1: You know, it's it's, it's a really cool thing. You know, I've been friends with the band for a long time, many, many years. Um, You know, we met, gosh, you know, to 20 years ago, and we've always been friends, and um, I endorsed Glenn over at ESP for a little bit, and then when I parted ways and started working down in Tampa, Florida for Dean and Luna, um, you know, he hit me up saying, hey, come down to practice sometime, let's hang out, buddy, and, you know, let's go grab some dinner or something, and, uh, you know, just kind of started hanging out a lot more. Me and Steve and Glenn uh, and Kevin, you know, really spent a lot of time. business but the conversation came about you know um hey man you're still playing i'm like yeah i was doing autumn's end and you know we we're just doing west coast tours with that and you know i'm still playing all the time and
0: you know and they're like and i was really close friends with ralph Sintola, very close yeah I even I even spoke at one of his um, basically one of his um, memorials and he was like can you
1: do a video for you, and I did them, and they are like, you know, we don't want to do, you know, fill-in stuff anymore, and, you know, you're such a good friend, and we both agreed that our chemistry, or all four of us agreed that our chemistry together was great, and it came into conversation, and basically they asked me, hey, you know, um, to make a long story short, let's make you the official guy, like, not a fill-in, not anything like that, but like, the guy, and I was like, wow, that's
0: fucking amazing, really? you know, and, uh Wow. It was like,
1: you know, and obviously being friends with them, I've always gotten along, but also being a fan, it was very, very special, and we were able to make that announcement on Valentine's Day last year, and that kind of took the little spark away from me and my wife's Valentine's, but yeah. hey, that was a pretty cool day.
0: You know? <laughs>
1: so, um, it was, uh, and ever since then, you know, you know, we've toured across the world together, um have done U.S. tours, you know, and we're getting ready to gear up for South America or Latin America tour here in April. And I couldn't, I know it seems like a broken record, but I can't state enough how great of a bunch of guys this is to be in a band with. I mean, we get along so well. We're always traveling together, having fun together. I've never met a guy who fights harder for his bandmates than
0: really wow he is he fights so hard for us we always are taken care of no matter what we're never treated like you know hired guns or anything like that we're always treated like you know partners
1: yeah. we all get to contribute in the writing even though Steve really is historically the musical you know uh, genius behind all of the Deicide records okay. we still get to contribute songs Um, and we're all writing together as we speak. And Glenn is obviously the lyrical mastermind, and he also is an arrangement master. Really? So those two guys, when you see Glenn and Steve work together, it is really just amazing. You can see why the chemistry of those two guys have lasted over 30 years. It makes total sense when you're there behind the scenes, and to be able to be a part of that as a contributor and as a band member,
0: I wouldn't trade a Freddie man in the world, it's fucking awesome Wow So are you saying D-Side is in the writing process for a new D-Side album? Wow slowly we're taking our time but yes we are putting together songs and ideas and you know exchanging
1: stuff via email because i still live in arizona yeah um and i commute back and forth one little over a week a month
0: going to tampa so when i'm here we always try to get some rehearsal time in some hang time in whatever it is
1: and um like this weekend i'm here throughout the weekend before i go to the nam show next week Mm. for work um and we're going to you know, throw around some more ideas, but we're not, there's no pressure, there's no, we have to have this many songs done by a certain date, nothing like that. It's like, hey, if it's good, we'll work on it.
0: If it's yeah. not, scrap it. Yeah. yeah, Let's take our time.
1: And the, the way that the chemistry is between the four of us, I can't imagine that the the, the next record won't show, won't show that, that chemistry between us because we're really enjoying just playing together.
0: Yeah, that'll reflect, yeah. Yeah, I
1: loved, and I'll put it on record. I loved overtures
0: for Blast Saint. and oh yeah, and
1: I love that record. When when Glenn gave me my copy before I was ever in the band, you know, when they finished it and they got their pressing, and he gave me a copy, I went home and just jammed that album for probably a month straight.
0: Yeah, it was a great yeah. album, great album.
1: It is so solid. The production that Sukhoff did so. Everything about it was really good. Kevin's work on it was just stellar. So, and the next one's gonna be great. I mean, we're just excited to do this together. So, there's no, I don't know. There's just no barriers or anything. It's just everybody getting together and seeing what works and what doesn't. And there's nobody getting hurt. if your part isn't liked or this or that. You know, if Stephen Glenn dig it, then we roll with it. If they don't, so be it. No reason to get sad. It just doesn't work for the sound of
0: Deicide. Exactly. Was it difficult learning their music, or did you already know some of their jams? Uh, was that difficult? It was
1: one of the most challenging things that I've
0: ever done, yeah. and I've been a trained and schooled guitar player my whole life. But also trying to learn different styles because some of the you know previous members of the band have distinctly different styles than me. Yeah.
1: So trying to adapt some of those sounds, or you know. Um, some of those nuances that made those specific songs what they were was very difficult because not only just in the solo areas because there's you know always sounds and tricks and things that make those solos what they are no matter what album it is whether it be something you know from uh, uh, you know when Ralph played it or whoever you know but the little trickiness of remembering as I call them these Steve-isms where Steve would write like two extra notes in the measure yeah. or three extra notes in the measure that hang over just a little bit longer and then you know tie in so bizarre that's what makes DSI DSI and yeah it was a challenge getting it locked down but now that we've been rehearsing so much and playing together so much now it, it feels like they're mine now even though they're technically that wasn't there then yeah. but Yeah. It feels
0: great. I've seen the videos... all the hours. I've seen the videos on YouTube uh, with you guys, you know, jamming with you. They're jamming with you, and and you click in just perfect, you know?
1: Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I really do.
0: For sure, for sure. It feels great. I've seen D-Side twice. I've met the guys um, during the Hoffman era, the Hoffman Brothers era, and then during the the santala you know era um glenn benton seems like a private a private person uh kind of laid back kind of private you know um is it difficult getting along with glenn benton or any of the other members for that matter no not at all we like i said we've been friends way before i started in the band so it,
1: it was just a natural fit for our personalities and you know, so like I said, man, I've never met a man who fights harder for his band yeah. and for, you know, for the integrity of DSI than, than Glenn Benton. He is, he is a, you know, he's one of my favorite people in the world. And same with Steve and Kevin. He's, we just have fun. And he's always fighting hard. And, you know, and when it's time to hang out with the fans, I've never seen him turn down a handshake or a photo or an autograph. You know, the only yeah. time that we, if we're ever, like, getting out of a place and we have to get out because we have to catch a flight or catch a pickup at the hotel to get out, or whatever it happens to be, if we have a deadline to meet, is the only time we say, sorry, we just can't, we gotta go. Yeah. You know, but, you yeah. know, like I said, it's, it's, he yeah, has been great. My first show with the band was in... Uh, the Netherlands at the Netherlands Death Fest.
0: My first show with the band. Really. And the second week, yeah. And the, the,
1: the second that we got to our hotel, our van that picked us up from the airport was surrounded
0: by fans. Really? Wow.
1: And and we were out there for a solid. I mean, we were cooked. We just had a long flight from you know America down to Florida over to you know to the Netherlands via england i think it's all a little hazy but um we're cooked burnt out tired but we still stood up there for you know 45 minutes an hour taking pictures with everybody who wanted.
0: yeah a couple yeah. of times and both times that i've met them uh, they've always made time for the fans that's for sure
1: yeah and steve um you know like i said you know i said it before he's He's really a genius of a musician. He's a, a killer guitar player, killer guitar player. Really? Obviously, really? one of the best drummers on the
0: planet. For sure. an genius songwriter, he's a good arranger. He's just a really
1: wonderful musician. But not only that, you know, he's so revered as a musician, obviously, and as a drummer, that he takes time out to talk drums with anybody who has any problems with anything. You know, hey, Steve, what do you do for this? Always takes the time one of the coolest dudes in this
0: industry. Uh, Who chooses the set lists for a a tour, for a D-side tour? Uh, Walk us through the, can you walk us through the preparation of a tour?
1: Well, really, um, we, obviously there's a lot of songs in the catalog, so, you know, I know know a very big chunk of songs now, so we'll go through them at rehearsal, Mm -hmm. and we take the idea of where we're going first, and where where we're playing so if it's like festivals and we have exactly an hour to play um, we figure out where that country is and you know where these countries are and what the, the, what hits over best of them and obviously that goes to the knowledge of glenn and steve and of course kevin who's been in the band now for almost a decade yeah. so they know what the fans like and then you know i may say hey man we should try to play this and be like yeah that doesn't work here but that song does you're right and then we kind of just throw it around, but really, Glenn and Steve and Kevin really know what the fans want. And when we we're even introducing new songs, we know which ones did well in radio. We know which ones did well with the audience and the stuff that people write online about songs from overtures or stench and stuff like that. It's um, we there's a, you know probably a ten ten or ten or twelve songs that will always be in the set, yeah. and then we rotate the other you know, ten or, you know, eight or ten songs and figure out what works best. And it's really, you know, Glenn and Steve, Glenn and Steve and Kevin know it best, so they kind of call out the Southwest, and I'm just kind of, all right, let's ride this
0: out, let's do this, you know? Yeah, there's a, obviously, there's a fan favorites. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Should we expect a new album from Autumn's End, or what's the status on that?
1: Um, in all honesty, I don't, I don't expect a new album. Mm-hmm. um when dayside happened um, it really took up a lot of my time um, mm-hmm. all of my time between you know work and commuting for work and then Aside musically and touring with dayside that you know the other guys in autumn's end they had other projects going on as well mm-hmm. and they really couldn't wait around for my schedule now there is a bunch of unreleased material that has been recorded and everything, like you know, full records, maybe almost two records of unreleased material that I may put out just to put it out. But I really don't foresee ever a Autumn's End band uh-huh. coming back together and touring or anything like that. I mean, my my priorities are really, you know, I always say the three Ds, you know. Uh, my domestic family, you know? Of
0: course, of course. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, I do a lot of writing at home, so I
1: have you know a nice little writing session or writing area where I record and make music. And some stuff I may just put out, you know, digitally or whatever for fun, just to get it off my chest. But right now, my whole creative mind has been so focused on Deicide, yeah. I
0: can't think of anything else. Yeah, your plate's full, basically, yeah. Any message you want to, you would like to relay to your fans, to the Chris Canelo fans, Autumn's End fans, and of course, the D-Side fans, would you like to send a message to your fans?
1: Yeah, you know, I do. There is something i like to say, and that is, thank you. Um, you know, there's always going to be haters when you're the new guy in a band, yeah. but the, 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 the supporters... And the people that have seen us and coming out on tour and the support that we've had for everything, I I'm speechless. Yes. I'm truly speechless. I don't even have the words for it. Awesome. And I just say thanks to everybody out there who has supported DSide for their career and still supporting us now and with me in the band who's been so everybody's been so kind to me out there, the fans, the you know the promoters, the management teams, everything. Our agents. Um, it's it's been overwhelmingly awesome. And I don't care about what anybody writes online. Those are guys that are sitting there writing bad stuff or trying to talk crap about
0: everything. Yeah. Those are the guys that are sitting in their grandma's
1: basement with a cape and rubbing out of you know soap operas because
0: they don't got real life. True. True. The guys
1: that are there that are being
0: fans. You yeah. Know, that are
1: just cool. I can't get over, it, man. Thank you to everybody out
0: there. Yeah, there's a huge fan base, and we truly appreciate your talent, Chris. Thank you for for doing what to do for, for D-Side, and uh, with your project, Autumn's End, of course, your, your talent, your very big talent. Thank you, man. I really appreciate
1: it, and thank you for having me on your show. Um, you know, and thanks for taking the time for me.
0: Awesome. My pleasure. Thank you, Chris. Right. Uh, thank you for making time. You got it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Later. There you had our interview with Mr. Chris Candela, the guitar great. That is now, he is now a part of D-Side, the legendary band D-Side from Florida. Uh, Mr. Canella hails out of Arizona, of course, and uh, supports his project, Autumn's End, whether it be through streaming services or buying the hard copies, this and that. Support Mr. Canella's work and, of course, support D-Side's Discography catalog, which you might want to call it. The latest album they have out for sale on the market for downloading, streaming, and this and that. Overtures of Blasphemy, D side. Mr. Chris Canella, thank you one more time from everybody here at That Metal Interview Podcast. My name is James, and don't forget to keep it metal. <laughs> That middle interview...